welcome to the Park Ansari Experience. Be sure to fasten your seatbelts and keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Are you ready? Because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Welcome, everybody, to the Tark Ansari Show. Tark is with you tonight, or this morning, or this afternoon, or whatever time of day you're listening to this, as it is a podcast. But if you want to act like it's an actual live radio show, then I'm not going to interfere with your imagination. Shout out to Shane Peterson, who actually went to Six Flags and broke in to one of the roller coasters just to get the microphone to record that bit. That is dedication from a true friend, and I got to shout him out for that. And authorities, uh, you could find him at his address in Renton and arrest him for breaking in. That's right. I'm also a man of the law. Just kidding around. Got a big show for you tonight. A lot to talk about. Obviously, the terrible uh, tragedy in uh, in Atlanta with uh, the spa shootings and uh, the just the, the terrible... Uh, terrible racist attacks against Asian Americans finally coming into the light, but it's been going on for a while uh, in the Bay Area, in the southern United States, all over the country, and it's just, it's terrible, it's awful. Uh, speaking of terrible and awful, Tucker Carlson is a guy we're going to talk about, and, uh, you know, a lot of stuff going around about him now. I'm going to show you a little clip that basically shows how I feel about Tucker Carlson, and uh, you know what? If you're a fan of him now, then by the end of this show, I get a feeling you're not going to be. Uh, we're going to talk about March Madness. That's that's uh, coming up. March Madness, even though mostly it's going to be in April, funny enough. Uh, that's coming up, and uh, you might be thinking, oh, March Madness, that's a fun story. Going to talk about fun things. Well, as Sedona Prince showed us, a uh, player for the Oregon Ducks, it's not exactly equal treatment for men and women in college basketball, which is kind of weird because it's 2021, and the fact that we don't have equal treatment for men and women is kind of crazy and really disturbing. And we're going to show you why. But let's get started. Yeah. There's no excuse, man. This is You're not getting happy music right now. You're not going to get happy music here. All right? You want to get happy music? Then let's not be talking about these stories. Stories of eight people being killed by... Robert Aaron Long, his name basically should just be racist because of what he did. And that's going to three different Atlanta spas, committing murder. Six of those eight victims were Asian women. Authorities say that Long opened fire at Young's Asian Massage in Ackworth on Tuesday evening, killing four people and injuring a fifth before driving 30 miles into Atlanta, killing four more people at two businesses, Gold Spa and Aromatherapy Spa. Long was arrested 150 miles south of Atlanta. Police said he was heading to Florida and intended to carry out more shootings at spas there. Uh, Long told investigators, and this is just, I, I, uh, I've told myself at the top of the show, I'm not going to cuss. I'm not going to cuss. They might use this on some of the radio networks out here. I cannot cuss. I cannot cuss, but I so badly want to right now because this guy is... All right, so Long told investigators he attacked the spas because he wanted to eliminate the temptation to feed his sexual compulsion. Uh, The authorities then in Georgia were tasked with basically getting this message along to the media. Now, usually when you see these terrible tragedies happen uh, around the country, the tendency is that they will be very choice. There's very choice language used by these officers, uh, by law enforcement, uh, and the way they uh, say this to the media because, you know, they have to read the room and realize it's a very sensitive topic at the moment, you know, just terrible things happening. And if your tone is off, if the words you choose are not good, it's not going to come off well. And yet, with that being said, this is an officer from Atlanta describing what Long said. And he was pretty much fed up and kind of at the end of his rope. And um, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Okay. Yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. What the hell? Like, what? What? That is the way you say it? No, that is not good. Terrible. Listen, that's coming from someone... I, I mean... That's coming from someone who's just watching this from the outside, all right? Just a radio host trying to make it looks at this and says, what the actual blank is this? 
like you're feeling sympathetic towards this guy. What are you doing, man? You're at the Atlanta Police Department. You would think you would have some credibility, some intelligence when it comes to media statements in times like these. But apparently, you can just say however you want, use whatever words you want, because it's not going to matter because you're a police officer. Well, he will not be giving statements anymore. He's been relieved of his duties making statements for the Atlanta Police Department. He's still an Atlanta police officer. They didn't fire him. Uh, so reaction to this in the Asian American community ranged from uh, calmly horrified. It's something that has been a continuous obstacle and barrier for this community, and they're rarely getting the platform and the space that they need to put on demonstrations like this in the first place. To understandably enraged. I know we're here grieving, we're stressed out, and the way ahead may not be completely clear, but one thing is clear, and that's anti-Asian racism must be stopped. Yes, exactly. Anybody who disagrees with that somehow, what are you thinking? Like seriously, the fact that we have to talk about this, because this isn't just happening in Atlanta the last few months that are coming especially out of San Francisco's Bay Area. KBIX TV's Kenny Choi spoke to residents of the Bay Area who were already feeling victimized by violent attacks. Here's the audio for that. I, I'm just so afraid. I, I even like don't even go out as much as if I don't need to. Thousands of anti-Asian hate incidents have been documented by the National Coalition Stop AAPI Hate since the start of the pandemic. The majority in California and hundreds of cases in the Bay Area. So many violent attacks against Asian American Pacific Islanders. What's your concern right now as a resident? Uh, yeah, it's very alarming. As, why is it happening all of a sudden? Is it related to the virus? What are you telling your mom? I'm just telling her, just don't go out unless you have to. That's, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Uh, I just, I can't, I, I, um, I feel just horror for those, those families who have to go through that. Um, in a time, in a, in a country where we consider ourselves free, and here we are. And the other thing that I, I find very interesting is that while this is reporting has been uh, going off, uh, going on actually in uh, the Bay Area, Northern California for the past, uh, I'd say a couple of months, it's really stayed away from mainstream media sources until this week. And now you suddenly see companies and sports teams, major news outlets coming in solidarity against Asian American racism. Just suddenly. Like, where, where was this before? Like, it had to compound? Like, that, that's... That's terrible. And, if, and by the way, if those stories weren't enough for you in the Bay Area, we got some more here. There have also been attacks on property. Asian-owned businesses have been hit and robbed, too. And out in the open, in restaurants, bold-faced racism. Asian piece of Oh, my God. In some communities, it's come down to neighbors protecting neighbors. After some in this California community threw rocks and hurled insults at an Asian couple's home, neighbors set up camp, standing guard in shifts to keep the couple safe. They see us and they turn around. Standing strong together in the face of hate. Yeah, you know, this seems like something that would come, all of this, by the way, that we've been talking about so far, seems like something that we would talk about in a historical movie, a historical drama that documents racism in the 30s and the 40s or even the 19th century. But no, this is really happening. So when you watch movies the last five years that talk about racism in the United States, or even like I mentioned on uh, the last show, Trial of the Chicago 7, how good of a movie that was, had some definite racism in there against Bobby Seale, Black Klansman's another one, Minari as well has some racist, racist uh, underlying tones in that one. And all historical movies. Things that took place in the 40s, in the 70s, in the 60s. And we come out of the movie thinking, wow, well, that was a bad point in our history. Thank gosh we're not there again. Well, don't think that. 
because apparently we've still got work to do. Tucker Carlson is being canceled. If he wasn't canceled by this point, you would have to think he's going to get canceled soon, right? Because he's Tucker Carlson. Uh, Fox News host, if you don't know who he is, come on, you know who he is. Uh, uh, He's come under fire for recent comments, some of which involving females in the military, others with uh, select journalists, and... Listen, they're nothing new. Uh, he's always in the news for this. Uh, more liberal-sided outlets will obviously go after him more than centralized ones. But they go after him understandably. He, you know, he throws out these, these, bo- he throws all these bones out for us to pick at. These bones of just ignorance and just, ugh. And we pick at him. And we digest them and act like each one of them is uniquely, oh, this is going to bl- blow him out of the water. He's not going to be around tomorrow. But yet, every time we turn the dial to Fox News at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., there he is, Tucker Carlson, with that $5 haircut, smiling and grinning at us, with uh, with a tie that says, hi, I'm a, I'm a good American, question mark? And, uh, you know, there tends to be a... A demographic of Americans that must listen to him then, right? Uh, they are the ones who are more on the right that like to, uh, you know, they like they, they, they like what he's, they like what the fact that he doesn't care, you know? They like the fact that he says what he wants. He appeals to what they really think, which kind of sounds like another certain person, right? Just, just gonna put that out there. Uh, and uh, a lot of people have been trying to, hey, get Tucker Carlson off Fox, get him off Fox. Uh, well, actually, as it turns out, a month ago today, Tucker Carlson inked a deal with Fox, expanding his presence with Fox Nation video podcasts and specials, uh, and giving him more years on his contract for Tucker Carlson tonight, which started back in 2000 and I want to say 16, 2015, 2015. It was when Bill O'Reilly went goodbye. Uh, yeah, I like the fact that we replaced Bill O'Reilly with someone who's, uh, not good, bad, not good. At, uh, it's just, I, I, I don't know. If Tucker Carlson is out there trying to cause a stir, he's doing a good job of that. But that's, in lies the problem. It's just, it's kind of saturated. His show is just saturated with, let's go after this, let's go after that. La da 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 da. This is going to cause an out- outrage. It's because the liberal left, blah, 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 all that. Um, and you know what? We had a similar topic when we talked about Piers Morgan out there to kind of cause a stir, maybe a little more so for Carlson because he's a little more slanted on the right and he's a little more extreme and he's a little more political, I would argue, than Piers Morgan. But basically, Tucker Carlson, if he was the a, a professional, if he was a nice guy who just happened to have, be extremely on the right, like I think of an inv- individual like Todd Herman that I work with up in Bonneville, Seattle, complete opposite political belief, said some things that I would cannot even, I can't get behind personally, but he is a he's a kind man. Uh, to, he's been a kind man to me. He's been very respectful. We have conversations about you know music, about sports, uh, you know stuff beyond politics. He's a he's a nice he's a nice guy beyond that. Just I don't side with him politically, which is it's okay. That's fine. You know we need more of that. You know alliance with minus politics in this in this world. Uh, if that was the case with Tucker Carlson, okay, all right, I feel a little better about the guy. But uh, no. <laughs> Uh, exhibit A. Now, you might be thinking, why are you going back two years for this? But l- listen, stay with me here. This is really interesting. All right. So this gentleman by the name of uh, Rutger Bregman, uh, he he was a Dutch leftist writer, historian who shot to stardom after he told attendees at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, to their faces that their taxes needed to go up, saying, it feels like I'm at a firefighters conference and no one's allowed to speak about water, right? Just stop talking about philanthropy and I start and start talking about taxes. Now, uh, 
uh, Carlson's trying to rebrand himself here as uh, a different kind of conservative, all right? One who's open to government intervention to help American workers, who cares more about stable families than free markets and low taxes, who opposes both immigration and laissez-faire. Laissez-faire. I always get that wrong. Laissez-faire. I probably sound like a idiot if I mispronounce it, but laissez-faire economics as forces hurting the American working class. All right, so what Bregman says should fit well with Carlson's new brand, right? Yeah, it should, yeah. Uh, actually, okay, a little issue. What's that issue? Uh, Bregman is also a vocal, a vocal advocate and a very vocal advocate, so much so that I'm mispronouncing my words. That's how vocal he is of open borders and views Carlson's change of heart in the past few years as a convenient last-minute bait and switch by a right-wing network that's uh, out for his own interests. And then again, that's his view. If you like Fox News, uh, I okay, you're entitled to that belief. So they had an interview that did not, I repeat, did not get released to the public back in February of 2019. I know it's a long time ago. I know it was two years ago, but golly, Bregman did something that was fantastic. He recorded it anyway from his side, from his own studio in Davos, Switzerland. He recorded both ends of the conversation. So you can hear Bregman very, very easily. And Carlson comes in over a monitor. So he's a little more muffled. But in the interview, it starts out okay. You know, they talk about, you know, free trade, laissez-faire, laissez-faire. Ah, keep getting it wrong. Laissez-faire. And then, you know, Bregman gets, Bregman just asks, hey, why why are you suddenly changing your stance? And then he goes after Fox News. And uh, I'll I'll let him take it away from there. I mean, you are a millionaire funded by billionaires. That's what you are. And I'm glad you now finally jumped the bandwagon, you know, of people like Bernie Sanders and AOC. But you're not you're not part of the solution, uh, Mr. Mr. Carlson. You're part of the problem, actually. AOC, wait, but can I just say, and it's true, right? It's true, right? That all the all the anchors, all the anchors on Fox. <laughs> They're all millionaires. How is this possible? Well, it's very easy. You're just not talking about certain things. It doesn't even fuck doesn't even play where you are. It doesn't play where you are. <laughs> well, have you heard of the internet? <laughs> I can watch things whatever I want, you know. I have actually. I, I, I can't say I'm a great fan of your show, but I do my homework when you invite me on your show. So. I mean, you're probably not going to air this, uh, but I went to Davos to speak truth to power, and I'm doing exactly the same thing right now. You might not like it, but you're a millionaire funded by billionaires, and that's the reason why you're not talking about these issues. Yeah, only now. Come on, you jumped the bandwagon. You're all like, oh, I'm against the globalist elite, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's not very convincing, to be honest. Why don't you go yourself, you tiny brain? And I hope this gets picked up because you're a moron. I tried to give you a hearing, but you were too annoying for me. You can't handle the criticism, can you? <laughs> yeah, professionalism, right? That's what we admire about Tucker Carlson so much, huh? Told him to go F himself. All right. Okay, so maybe they don't air that interview. That happens sometimes. That even I, I'll even understand that. You know, okay, it didn't work out. It was a hostile exchange between two people who just did not want it to get released. I'm sure Bregman really wanted it to get released, and it ended up getting really viral. So that's good. So maybe you've heard that before because he got it, his wish. But if I'm Carlson and I decide I don't want to release that interview, okay, fine. But do not cuss Bregman out. What did Bregman do wrong? He criticized you rightfully and basically said what was on his mind the same way he said what was on his mind at in Davos, in Switzerland. And do you know what the people in Davos did? They were quiet. A few claps. They, you know, okay, let's move on. I did not hear a chorus of, screw you, F you. Ah! I did not hear that. All right. Because there weren't like 100 Tucker Carlson's in the audience. I think that would be, by the way, the CNN nightmare. Just Tucker Carlson's everywhere. Bow ties everywhere. Just walking around. Giving weird stares to people who look around. Ah! Honey, I had the dream again. The one with 100 Tucker Carlson's. Help! Oh my gosh! Go to sleep, George. It's just a dream. I don't know who George is. Probably some 
producer on CNN. But anyway, the fact that Tucker Carlson did this just cements to me, I mean, listen, I I work with people who are big fans of Tucker Carlson, who have had, who have been on his show, and I am not going to basically poo-poo on those people, but I have to be honest, I, I really, I have a lot, big disdain for Carlson for these kind of actions, and there's so many more, it's just, this is the most revealing to me, as someone who's, again, trying to break into this broadcast business, I talked about Piers Morgan walking off the set of Good Morning Britain for being criticized, again, rightfully, and this is just right up there with that, this is actually worse, I mean, if uh, Piers Morgan had cussed out his co-anchor, I think we would not see him on a TV set again. But yet, Tucker Carlson uh, went on to rating success with Fox News, re-signing a contract this year. He's going to be on the network more. So wh- why is Piers Morgan off of Good Morning Britain, and why is Tucker Carlson still at Fox News? Because this is all playing into Fox's hands. Fox wants you to be mad. You know why? Because you said the word Fox. Because you're keeping the name alive. So sadly, the only way Tucker Carlson goes away is if we stop going after Tucker Carlson. But the thing is, we can't when he's doing all this. <laughs> so you know what I do? I ignore the guy. You know what? You know, if I if I have people here who want to go on a show, okay, fine by me, whatever, fine. But besides this one story, which will be the, pro- the last time I talk about Tucker Carlson, by the way, I'm not going to give him the... I'm not going to give him the attention, all right? You know why? Because that's how he wins. It's how someone like him wins. And I'm not saying this about all conservative media. I I will say this. There are some Fox News panelists, hosts I do like. Chris Wallace is one of my favorite broadcasters. Why? Because he gives insightful analysis. He's more moderate. I respect the guy. I do. They have uh, they've had other guys on there who are who are good who are good at what they do. Some I just don't agree with what they say. Okay? I don't agree with everything CNN says. don't agree with everything MSNBC says. And just Tucker Carlson just strikes me as someone who thinks he knows who he's talking to and will go through any lengths to stay on his platform, on his, you know, on his plastic stand. And it's a shame. You know, it's a shame that he is one of the highest paid and most popular anchors in America because I see someone who is really not, uh, not a good person. Again, I don't I have not met Tucker Carlson personally, but boy, you, you just see that or you hear that and you kind of go, what the heck? What in the world? For good reason. Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. Oh my. Man, I'm glad that's the last time we'll talk about him, huh? <laughs> uh, moving on. I feel coming, right? Because this song is called I Feel It Coming. I feel the uh, March Madness coming. That's right. Get your brackets out. Who's ready to watch a school they've never heard of play a school that you might might have heard of? Maybe. Like, you watched them play college football last, last fall. Yeah! You know what that means? It's time for March Madness. You know? Woo! Hey! Yeah. Alright, so we're going to watch the men's tournament, the women's tournament. They're both going on. Very, in the, I think the same facilities. It's in Indiana. Am I right? Indi- Indianapolis, Indiana. Either way, somewhere in the Midwest, they're having this the, the uh, NCAA tournament for men and women, and it's exciting. There's going to be basketball on for almost an entire month, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I am super, super excited. All right, it, we have gone without this tournament. It's it's been two years. We didn't get one in 2020. We're going to get one now in 2021. Super exciting. So what what could possibly ruin my mood about this tournament? Well, let's ask Sedona Prince. All right plays for the Oregon Ducks. She uh, she was a little upset when she re- she arrived at the women's training facility for the NCAA basketball tournament because she noticed there were some differences between the men's and the women's spaces. And to put it simply, these were not subtle differences, as I'll uh, let Sedona describe with a little commentary on the side. I got something to show y'all. So for the NCAA March Madness, the biggest tournament in college basketball for women, this is our weight room. So she's pointing at a small rack of maybe, I think, 10 dumbbells, just 10 dumbbells on a rack. That's the size of this microphone stand. All right. And they're like cheap dumbbells. There are better dumbbells at the gym that I go to, a sm- an awesome gym 
called Columbia City Fitness we should check out, by the way. But there are, like, literally 100 times more dumbbells there than there are here. There's literally, like, 10 dumbbells. It's it's pathetic. It can't even fill a full squad. A full squad's, like, 12 to 13. <laughs> There's, like, 12. And they're tiny, too. It actually looks more like a, a laptop charging station more than anything, all right? So, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Sedona. Go on. Let me show you all the men's weight room. And the thing is, it's like a Costco, all right? Like, this is just, it's just one tiny little, little, uh, weight stand for, for women. And then you, you, it's a wide angle shot. And she has to move it 360 just to show you how big the men's weight room is. You, you got the big lift, the, the lifting, like the, you got all the, I can tell I can go to the gym so much, but you got all the deadlifting centers. They got the, the, the exercise balls, everything. Just a ton of space, just an, a ton of space. And again, like a Costco. And she just, you know, taking a video, showing it, and she keeps talking here about it. So let's see what she says here. Now, when pictures of our weight room got released versus the men's, the NCAA came out with a statement saying... Yeah, uh, I'm going to interrupt her. They did come out with a statement. I want to read the statement fully before she continues because I just, I want to show you how pathetic this is, all right? So NCAA Vice President Lynn Holzman took accountability for the bad look. Credit given there. You took accountability. That's good. But listen to how she did. <clears throat> I'm going to do it my best uh, NCAA president voice. Prepare yourself. Here we go. We acknowledge that some of the amendments teams would typically have access to have not been as available inside the controlled environment, Holzman said. In part, this is due to the limited space. An original plan was to expand the workout area once additional space was available later in the tournament. However, we want to be responsive to the needs of our participating teams, and we are actively working to enhance existing resources at practice courts, including additional weightlifting equipment. Yeah, so about limited space. Uh, what do you think about that, Sedona? Saying that it wasn't money, it was space that was... Yeah, it was space. Mmm. It's a problem. Let me show y'all something else. Here's our practice court, right? And then here's that weight room. And then here's all this extra space. So literally, it's the size of the room is as big as the men's. But literally, a quarter of it is this tiny little basketball court that I think my local gym back at home in Roseville had a, had a bigger court, had a bigger court facility. And again, that tiny little weight room right next to it, you could probably miss it. It looks like it's smaller than like a broadcast booth, I swear. And then you zoom out and you see a humongous, just open space, just floor and nothing, nothing there. It was really that much money to put a court there, to put a few exercise, th some equipment there. Like, seriously. If you aren't upset about this problem, then you're a part of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Sedona. This is a problem. God, there's so many problems today. Tucker Carlson, Asian American racism, sexism. God, what the heck is wrong with our country? That's it. I'm moving to Canada. Bye. Okay, so the border's closed. Hmm. The irony. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about again? Right. Sexism in the NCAA. Okay, so, uh, yeah, again, th there's an easy solution to this. It's called get stuff and put it there. So, let's... Let's do that. If I'm NCAA and I come out with a statement that says, I, we apologize, but just, no, no, I, I, we don't got enough. We can't, we can't offer the, you're the NCAA. All right. Whenever I watch, uh, and I get there was limited capacity last year, but whenever I watch uh, college football and I think of the amount of revenue that schools take in, and I think about the amount of money NCAA must be making from all of these games, like we're talking 80, 90,000 person stadiums being filled on usual years and even years where there's COVID, it's two quarters full, and that's still bigger than some NFL stadiums draw, then I think they might be pretty well off financially compared to, say, I don't know, everybody else. But no, apparently they just don't have enough money to provide women with just a little workout equipment to get them ready for, I don't know, one of the biggest tournaments ever in America. Now you just have to settle for the freaking 10 weights. Sorry. We had to go to Walmart and get the 10-pack for a couple bucks because that's what we think of women in the NCAA basketball tournament. That is right. We are sexist. That is what it says. So if the NCAA, by the time I come back and give you a show on Monday, if the NCAA by then does not provide a proper workout equipment for these women by then, I, I don't know what to say.
I, I really, I mean, that's the only way you make up for the, something like that is just apologize again. Just say, hey, listen, uh, our bad. Here's, here's what you, here's what you, here's, here it is. Boom. You still look bad, but you look better than if you were to do nothing. All right. Because NCAA, you're not looking so good. You're not on my, you're not, you're on the naughty list for so many reasons. So many reasons that I'll not even get to because I'll, we'll be here all day. But anyway, it's time for a break. I'm going to try to calm myself down. I just yelled for a long time because I am very unhappy about certain things happening, uh, whether it be this or Tucker Carlson or, again, Asian American racism. Um, yeah, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, the NFL has a new rights deal for uh, for TV, for media. It shouldn't even be TV anymore. It's now it's just more media because the streaming services are getting a lot of NFL games. You might be thinking, well, why should I care about that? Well, because if you're a football fan or a fan of just watching TV in general, you might soon realize that the whole cable system of buying a service, uh, buying services, buying channels, it's coming back in the form of streaming services. You know that thing we're supposed to condense all the movies into? Yeah, they're becoming channels. It's a revolving system. And the NFL is just adding to it. We'll get to that and much more right after this. We have all gained weight because of this pandemic. Listen, I'll be the first one to say I have to put on a few pounds since March of last year. You know, I was feeling okay back then. Now I'm feeling a little, oh, but I was feeling really uh, about a month ago. And then I started going to Columbia City Fitness. And let me tell you something, feeling better already. And it's just the start. I'm, I go three days a week and boy, I am refreshed every time I go in there. It's an awesome experience. Some awesome people, a great space, plenty of equipment. And it's just, it's a great place to work out. You know, it's got a mixture of having everything you need, being efficient cost-wise, and still feeling like the local place around the corner where you can talk to the guys or gals about anything. It's really a great mixture. You don't see a lot in small businesses nowadays. But the business that Bull Stewart runs, I'm telling you, it is an excellent operation with two locations, not one, two. So if you're out in Capitol Hill and you're like, well, I don't live close to Columbia City Fitness because it's called Columbia City Fitness. Well, you are wrong because they have a location right around the corner. That's right. 2609 South Jackson Street and 4525 Rainier Avenue South, both in Seattle. Two locations that will get you back in shape. They've got personal training, powerlifting. I'm telling you, they've got a lot of awesome equipment it's a great place to be if you need to get a workout in and you also want to leave there just feeling good about yourself, just feeling good in general. Again, I said this last week, but it's true. It's like th this gym is equivalent to coffee. It wakes you up and you feel refreshed. That's right. That's a dual Starbucks Columbia City Fitness ad. That's a way to make money. But anyway, great place and you should check it out. Columbia City Fitness. Go online. Check out their website, ColumbiaCityFitness.com. Give them a call at 206-725-7894. Again, that's 206-725-7894. Hey, welcome back, everybody. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, I'll tell you what the handle is, all right, for Instagram. Tarik.ans. How do you spell that? How do you spell that? Help! I'll tell you. T-A-R-I-K dot A-N-S on Instagram. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's T-A-R-I-K-A-N-S. That's right. No dot there. Why? Uh, well, we couldn't work it out with our agents. Anyway, speaking of agents, these people have agents, NFL players, and they play in the NFL. And today the NFL announced, kind of under the radar considering all the other news going around, understandably so, that they are, uh, they've agreed to a new rights deal that hands... Uh, several different networks, several different things, and uh, I'll just go over it real quick, all right? So, basically, uh, it, it means that Amazon Prime Video, which to many of you is a streaming service and not a channel that you watch the NFL on, is now a channel you watch the NFL on. If, even if you can't afford Amazon Prime Video, you have no choice if you want to watch Thursday Night Football. That's right, Amazon is now the exclusive home for Thursday Night Football because la-di-da. That's literally what it says. La-di-da on the statement. How about that? Well, if that isn't just a rubbing in your face. Huh. Uh, how about that? 
The deal will cost Amazon about a billion dollars a year without access to playoff games at the Super Bowl, but that's just for now, you know? <laughs> uh, yikes. Uh, other than that, NBC also filled out its streaming arm as it plans to stream all postseason NBC NFL broadcasts on Peacock, including the Super Bowl in 2026, 2030, 2034, uh, between 2023 and 2028. Peacock has exclusive national rights to host six NFL games per season, and the NFL will and will launch an NFL channel virtually. Uh, they will also simulcast all NBC Sunday Night Football games. So basically, uh, for those years, if you want to watch a football game, you don't have enough money to watch on Peacock. Uh, you're screwed. You are actually screwed. You have to buy Peacock. C congratulations. You have to. You have to. You have to actually buy a bird. You have to buy a bird to watch. Wait, what? I'm sorry. What was that? Okay, sorry. I was just told by my imaginary producer that it just totally exists. That Peacock is not, in fact, a bird that you have to buy from the zoo. Peacock is a streaming service that has the office, apparently. So that's why they sell most of their subscriptions. Because what else does Peacock have? Uh, what else does Peacock have? Oh, the NFL. Oh, that's. That's great. How about that? Thank, thank you, producer. All right. Last but not least, CBS also included streaming in its plans for the future. All right. So Paramount Plus now has streaming rights for NFL games on both its premium and ad-supported packages running from 2021 through 2033. Inside the NFL is, which is a great program, by the way, a great analysis for even the poor football fan who doesn't know much about the game to get information on. Maybe they don't have the money to look at to, to like afford ESPN Plus to to un unlock these athletic subscriptions, but boy, they can watch it on cable. Uh, uh, wait, hold on. What, what's that? No, they can't watch uh, inside the NFL anymore. Why? It's exclusively on Paramount Plus from now on. So unless you're very well off and you have, you know, ESPN Plus, Paramount Plus, Tubi, Peacock, uh, Amazon Prime Video, you're kind of screwed out of watching all these games. Now, are you noticing a trend? You know how back in the 90s and 2000s, certain these games, not just the NFL, but like NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, uh, MLS, they would all, you know, they would all sign agreements with channels, with channels like NBC, ABC, and CBS. And now it seems like we're getting the channels a little bit, but there they're seem to be an aim more towards streaming services. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't realize it by now, the fact is obvious. Streaming services are our new channels. All right? You know, they, they are... The only difference is with the streaming services, they can charge more because they technically have more content. Uh, they can uh, have exclusive content uh, that you cannot, you know, switch to, or you can switch to it. It's just going to cost you a little dough. And uh, they brand themselves on being the best. And listen, we can argue all day which streaming service is the best. Is it Netflix? Is it Disney Plus? Amazon Prime Video? Peacock? Uh, well, in lies the problem. We're all going to pay to find out. And that's exactly what these companies want. See, we're living in a, a world that has gone from cable, which was screwed up enough, to the this, <laughs> this world of streaming services, which is screwed up even more. Basically, it's, again, channels again, but just more money out of our pockets. Can you pay us this amount of money for streaming services? Ugh, come on. Ugh, anyway. We've got one more segment coming up. First, we're going to pay some bills, so, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this message. Oh, Shane, we're back at a baseball game. Dude, I can't believe it. I can't believe we're actually here. Right? It's incredible. Let's take our seats here. <clears throat> uh, All right. And, uh, Shane, what are you wearing? Oh, dude, uh, this is just something I just found in my closet. I don't I mean it's been such a long time. I've gained so much weight in quarantine that huh. all my old gear doesn't fit me anymore, man. Oh, all right, all right. Well, I don't know if the fans are gonna like that too much right here. It doesn't really fit in. I mean, I, 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 I... Oh, wear a jersey. You suck. Hey, man. Whoa. Where, where do I? Where guy? do I? Where do I even find a jersey? Where do I even find a really good quality jersey? Yeah. Well, let's let's get him closer over here. Let's. Hey, sir. What's what's your name? My name's Billy. You don't, have to, you don't have to yell, Billy. I'm sorry. I just want to let you know you can go to Ebbetsfield Flannels. Ebbetsfield Flannels? Where, where, where are they? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. They're online. Ah! Sorry to my contract to yell. Oh, okay, but that, you're not giving me the answers. I'm trying to get a quality baseball jersey to support my team. Where would I be able to find some of that? 
Well, you can go to Evans.com and find all the best baseball flannels you can find. You can find hats, you can find jackets, you can even, like, find pants. I mean, you can find anything vintage on there, man. Well, that's their website. Do they have, like, a storefront that I can go to? I can try some stuff on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm so happy I had to cough. Anyway, Throwbacks Northwest in Seattle, 1507 11th Avenue. You know, we're at a Mariners game right now, so it's just down the street. You can go get, you can go, go and get some. <laughs> Sorry, the cough is really bad. You can go. It's open Monday through Monday through Sunday from 12 to 7, except Sunday to, it closes at 6, so that way I can go and, you know, say hi to the owners. Just kidding. I don't know them, but they're, they're really cool. Okay, well, yeah. I guess I know where I'm going to get my next jersey, Tark. Yeah, thanks. Is it Billy? Is that the same Billy? Yeah. It's yeah. Billy! All right, well, thanks, Billy. And enjoy the game. Play ball! He's not the umpire. <laughs> <laughs> I see. All right, well, thanks. Hey! Well, hey, some good information. I think we should go to... We should go to Abbotsfield Flannels after this. I'm down to check it out. I'm down to check it out. And listeners, you should check it out, too. And, oh, my gosh, we're not at the game anymore. <laughs> Rabbit Transit's really good this time. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. Ebbetsfield Flannels. I know. It was a commercial. You can't believe it, huh? But Ebbetsfield Flannels. <laughs> you can find them online at ebbets.com or head to 1507 11th Avenue in Seattle. That's where Throwbacks Northwest is. And you can get yourself some awesome baseball merch uh, to get you ready for this uh, upcoming season, whether you're a Mariners fan or you're a Giants fan, a Yankees fan, or whatever team you cheer for, you can get your stuff at Abbott's Field Flannels or at Throwbacks Northwest. It's Shane Dance. I'm, I'm doing the air piano. I'm not dancing. I'm trying to do the air piano. Uh, Guess who that is, by the way? Oh, God, it's some awful new wave band. Or awful? Who, Not who awful. It? Who is it? All right. That's all the hint I'm going to give you. I'm clueless. Kim Wilde. You know, know, we're the kids is. in America. Whoa. That chick. Oh. Keep me hanging on. That's her. Oh, what? I haven't heard. Oh, wow. I'm gonna be listening to that on Spotify on the drive home. Yeah, I'll get I'll get you the link to that. Well, that's a good song, by the way. I just love the. That the, was from Jimmy Neutron, wasn't it? I, I never watched Jimmy Neutron. I I didn't have t I didn't have television beyond like our antenna, so I wasn't able to watch a lot of shows. You never watched Jimmy Neutron? Well, I've watched it, but like I, I don't get to I don't get to watch <laughs> these as much. I'm sorry. It's all good. You missed out though. Yeah. Well, thanks for reminding me. No problem. Anyway. Where are we? What are we doing here? Oh, is it the roast session for me? Oh no, it's not. Oh, it happens to be uh, our last segment. And you know, it's been a serious show. Talked a lot about um, the uh, the uh, issues with Atlanta. With t- we talked about Tucker Carlson. I'm sorry, C- Tucker Carlson. We mentioned <laughs> we mentioned uh, of course uh, the situation with the NCAA and NFL. We got We you know we gotta have some fun here, Shane. I, you know what? I think it's time we had some fun here as we talk about, uh, you know, The Onion, who have been in the news lately because they're starting to sound more and more like actual news these days, which is kind of a sign of how we're, where our country is right now, when The Onion sounds real. Uh, so that gave our, the folks at Mental Floss a good idea of uh, something fun to do, which is a, a kind of a quiz. Is it real or is it The Onion? Ooh. These next 10 headlines are either real or... Or they're the onion. Oh, nice! I but like this. But here's the deal: I, I can't, I can't really start this segment without having some awesome nerdy Genesis music as quiz music. All right, okay. The synthesizer is our green light. Got it. Yeah. Let's got see. it. Let's let's see what you got. Hit All right. With it. So let's start it out. Number one: Grandma shuts down the entire country's internets. Shuts down entire country's internet, I should say. And, okay, so I'm going to say that that is an onion article. An onion article. I, I, you know, I don't think it is. I, I feel like that could happen. Especially you, know, you, don't, you don't know? <laughs> you don't have the I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I get the feeling that, like, in Luxembourg or some small country, that could happen. But that's just me. Uh, let's find out. The answer, it's real. What? This headline is originally from Fox News. <laughs> Internet service in all of Armenia was cut off for several hours when a 75-year-old jo- uh, Georgian, Georgian, Georgian woman uh, inadvertently cut the main service line between two countries. Wow. In Armenia. Well, I mean, that seems like something that my grandma could do. That's something. 
I, they should give her a medal for just finding a way how to do that. That's not even like, don't even be mad at that. Yeah, it's know? wild. That's crazy. All right. So, number two, Justice Department seeks Ebonics ex- experts. I'm going to say onion. Onion? I'll go onion on this one as well. The answer... Oh, this is also real. What? This headline is originally from The Smoking Gun. The headline is originally from The Smoking Gun. It says it twice. Mental floss really had a little floss mentally there. But <laughs> that one's also real. Man. I I feel bamboozled. I do fam- I feel bamboozled. Let's go, move on to the third one. Uh, AAA member pulled first from car crash. That feels that feels onion to me that they wouldn't I'm gonna go it's not E-Pace is real mm-hmm hmm why I don't know there's some triple A bias sometimes I see you're a state farm agent mm. alright well I'm gonna go onion let's see that is onion well all those triple A ads on the onion really didn't work I'm out I'm 0 for 3 right now I'm not liking <laughs> how this is going I was excited to come record with you Tark. I was excited to get <laughs> off my shift of producing to try to do something fun, and now I'm not having a good time. Yeah, you're 0 for 3. You're kind of like all the Giants hitters. Anyway, so uh, what, what was that? Uh, anyway, <laughs> so moving on to number four. <laughs> Silence is the truth. Number I four. I hate you. <laughs> number four. Canada's election proves surprisingly interesting. Oh, yeah, I, that's definitely real news. I I'm going onion on this one, too. I just I mm. swear if it's the onion, I'm going to be I, so mad. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, honestly, half of me wants to pick the onion just because he chose it was real. But uh, I, I feel like this is a very onion-esque article. And the answer? It's real. Yeah, there, there we go. The headline I'm is on the board. Headline is originally from the LA Times. Oh, okay. That's surpri- I would expect that from like a, like the, like the Blaze or something like that. Mm. That's something. Okay. Next. New detergent washes away stains of murder. That's onion. That's got to be onion. That's got to be onion. That's got to be onion. Let's see. And no, it's from Reuters. It's from Reuters. Reuters ran that. New detergent washes away st- states of murder. Oh my God! Wow. Uh, what, what, Reuters what, published that. What's the link to that? Uh, the I the link to this quiz or the link to that? No, the link to to the detergent. It doesn't doesn't have the link on here. But I mean, if you look it up, I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it. That that they ran that. That's, that's wild. That's unreal. That's not good for the times. That's really bad for the times. They're all, hey guys, you're really trying to make sure that you don't get caught committing a crime or leaving any bodily excrement fluid. We've got the service and product yeah. for you. <laughs> That's, that, that, I'm sorry, that just seems too onion to be true. <laughs> wow. Okay, number six. Chinese TV show canceled after drawing only 180 million viewers. On That's onion. That's gotta be onion. But then again, it's like... It sounds like such a serious actual article. Yeah. So. So I don't tricky. know. Yeah. You don't know? I don't know. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's the onion. Onion. I... Let's take a look. Yep, onion. We ah. both got it right. Let's go. You're, we're, oh. we're like two for, like, what, 14 or something like that? No, I'm I'm two for three right now. All right. I'm making a comeback. All right. Okay. All right. Here's this one. It's from a few years ago. Uh, number seven. Obama rejects ludicrous... Rap lyrics. Ludicrous, the, the artist. I, I see this. I do see this. I could think I'm trying to real. remember because there were so many songs about Barack Obama, especially in the rap category. You remember um, T.I.'s song, My President is Black? Yes. My president is black and my Lambo is blue. Yep. That's, a, that's still a jammer <laughs> that's, that's sometimes. It's a, a good cover you just did there. Yeah. <laughs> Lambo blue. Um, I am going to say that that is real news. I, I think it's real. Let's find out. And yes, head, headline is originally from the BBC. Mm. So, you know, I we can always trust the Brits for good broadcasting. That's very, very true. Hey, Brits, good broadcasting. And thank you for the teletypes. All right, next, number <laughs> number eight. Study finds young people remain apathetic about office politics. Okay, this is That's very- onion. onion. Onion, very close to home. We work in an office and we, we work around politics. Onion, I'll go onion too. We're correct. Nice. So we're our last three. We've all we've been correct. We're Look at us. Roll. We can we can we can distinguish against fake news. Look at us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Take a hint, everybody. Number nine. Only two more left. Oh my gosh. Ice cream store mascot mistaken for KKK member. Um. Ooh. I feel like that's probably real. I think so too. 
And I'm kind of just following. I feel like there's just probably somebody that probably looked at somebody in one of those dipped cone costumes, and they're like, "Guy, that's too pointy. (laughs) It's too pointy on top. (laughs) Need to knock it off with the pointy tops." Jeez. It's like walks on. Well, I should have made that out of pillows. Mm. All right, I'll go real too, and it is real. Originally from the Huffington Post. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, boy. (laughs) That would be a bad day for that guy. All right, number ten, our last one. Study. Majority of Americans out of touch with mainstream. That feels real. That feels real. Because so many Americans can be out of touch, right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like that could go either way. I feel like that also can be a little bit of a troll headline, a little bit of a misleading one that The Onion would like to use. So True. Yeah. I'm gonna say that it is The Onion. I'll go, I'll go real. I'll okay. go real. And it is The Onion. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Well, if I'd done the math, I would have added it up, but I did not. And we're just going to go out on a limb and say, Shane, you are the winner. Woo! Boy, another great quiz there. Hey, great job. I mean, started out bad, ended a lot better. Kind of like the Giants season last year. Again, all these San Francisco Giants jokes for a lot of people who probably, you know, don't don't watch Giants baseball, but that's okay. Uh, I'm just ro- I'm roasting and roasting. But yeah, hey, that was a lot of fun, though. Um... And boy, I have a lot more interest in the onion now. You know, there's a bunch of other different satire publications that I like a lot more than the onion. If you want to check out some real good ones, the Hard Times is a really, really good one. They're like a satire punk rock one. They've had a couple really awesome headlines. My favorite headline from them is all time is uh, the Misfits uh, joined together to create a new Christmas album. Every single song on the album is about Halloween. Really? That was like one of their articles that they wrote. Um, and then there's another one uh, that's it's it's more conservative satire, but sure. I see it pop up a lot. And yeah. some of the stuff that I've read, even though, you know, I'm a little bit more of a uh, left-leaning independent guy. What? It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. The, the Babylon Bee is what it's called, actually. Actually making fun of the Sacramento Bee. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a I gotta check that joke out. because the Sacramento Bee has a reputation for being a very hard left leaning publication. I know, no. right? Right. <laughs> for those listeners out here in Seattle, it's true. Breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. But yeah, satire news is always great. But there has been a couple times in the news that I've seen people actually take this stuff. Yep. As like 100 percent serious. I've even seen people on Facebook make comments on videos, and they're well, like, "I can't believe this." <laughs> Facebook's a great place to I'm find news. I'm outraged. <laughs> Facebook's my number one news outlet, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh, my gosh. Well, that concludes our show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, again, thank you, Shane. Thanks no to all of our listeners. We'll talk to you on Monday morning. We'll, we'll talk about more awesome news and some swagger as well. So that's that. Talk to you later, everyone. Have a good night.